Welcome to another episode of the Talking Ball Y'all podcast. On this episode, Clay Sweet sits down and talks to Pearl River Community College head football coach Seth Smith as they preview the 2023 Wildcat football season. Also, sports fans, while I have your attention, I'd like to talk to you about the brand new Talking Ball Y'all app. It's free to download and easy to use. It's available on the Apple Store and Google Play. Open the app, click on the logo for your school, Poppaville, PRC, or Picune, and it'll take you straight to their live broadcast. Also, it houses the podcast. Every episode that is current and past episodes are also on the app. And we'd like to have a big shout-out and a thank you to Picune Physical Therapy for sponsoring the Talking Ball Y'all app. Hey, this should be a great episode. Sit back and enjoy. Dungan Engineering is a unique force in problem solving in the state of Mississippi. They have offices in Brookhaven, Columbia, Picayune, and Macomb. Dungan Engineering has the capability to provide expansive and complex services to state agencies, local governments, utility providers, and national firms. They do this all while preserving the good neighbor attitude that allows them to be active members in the communities they serve. Their motto is service, strength solutions it's not just words not just goals and not just an outcome hello football fans Devin smith here with remax premier group and pick it's august and that means one thing it's football season our area schools have worked so hard to give us all something to be excited about i take great pride in my football roots in Rover county and i'm honored to serve our people I look forward to helping residents, both old and new, make Pearl River County their home. I would love to help you with any and all of your real estate needs. You can contact me at our office, 601-798-3399 or 601-347-2641, or you can catch me in the stands cheering on my favorite players under those Friday night lights. Always excited to have Seth Smith on the show. And Seth, man, I'm looking at these notes going into your fourth year at Pearl River Community College. We were just talking about time and, and kind of our families' lives and personal lives. Can you believe, man, that this is going into your fourth year there at PRCC? Oh, it's mind-blowing. I mean, again, you could write a small book on some of the stuff you know, we've had to endure to get to this point. Yeah, I tell people a lot, though, it, it is it is on paper year four, but I remind people this is actually our third full season because this is our third off season. You know, coming in that first year because of COVID, we had a shortened season with no off season. But, yeah, technically it is year four, but, but uh, third full season. But it has flown by, but trust me, not without a tremendous amount of adversity. Seth, you win six ball games a year ago. That's a high water mark for Pearl River Community College and some time now. The momentum from that going into the off season, or is that just a media guy like myself trying to turn it into something? Oh well, I sure hope it's not a media guy like you turn it. I hope it's a bit uh, a credit to our players and coaches of, of reaping what they sowed. You know. When, when, you, when you come into a place but you know you have to rebuild and try to restore what's once a, a, a proud place, it, it, it takes time. I mean, nobody wants to hear that, but that's the reality. You know, I've done at, at two other places on a high school level, first time obviously on the college level doing it, but it, it, it's the same type deal. You know, you got to go in early and you got to lay a foundation. you got to build a culture. you got to get kids to believe. So to finally kind of get over that hump last year, it was rewarding from our standpoint that these kids could say, okay, hey, everything we've been working for the past two years 
it does work. It did pay off. So, you know, to go from two and seven, six and three, which was the best year in 12 years, again, it's just one rewarding, two joyful, and three just happy for our coaches and players. Seth, when you look at it, the things that you've learned in this role, whether it be X's and O's or the way uh, to construct a, a roster, which, which of those two would you uh, say maybe you've learned more about or, or mean more in this league? Oh, that's a great question. I don't know that you can put one above the other because I, I'm just going to be honest with you. You know, I look back. I'm sure you interviewed me when I first got this job, and I said a lot of foolish stuff that I had no, I had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> I would say, I would say things like football is football. Yeah, you do. You play with a football, but football ain't football. This is nothing. There's no parallel from high school to this. But God is great, and through a tremendous amount of work and, and hiring great coaches and getting good players, we finally or to the point where we feel like every week we have a chance but I don't know that I could put one above the other Clay honestly because you got to have players to win and then you got to put players in position to win so if your scheme doesn't put them in position you're not going to be successful but if your scheme is good but you don't have the right players you're not going to be successful so to me honestly you better be really good at both when you look at it Seth you're talking about roster let's go to your coaching staff correct me if I'm wrong but you're bringing the same uh, group back how much does that continuity between staff re really help going into a year well it's priceless you know i think you could ask any coach the more the more years you can work together the more coaches you can retain it's just so much easier when you bring these freshmen in and, and you get ready to start a new season you don't have to start from scratch so to speak every year up in the coach's office everybody understands how we do things everybody understands you know, how we want to motivate, how we want to push, how we hold kids accountable, how we love them, how we discipline them. You don't have to reteach any of that stuff. I mean, and, and look, I know coaches say this, and, and to me this kind of hits on deaf ears, but it's a fact. I wouldn't trade these guys for anybody. They're loyal. They're hardworking. They're a heck of a lot smarter than me, and they are the reason why we feel like we're, we're in a position where every every Thursday we play, we got a chance. Going off of that note, um having a chance each week talk about the defense a year ago um coach smith and then what you have returning defensively or even newcomers that's going to make this a solid group again yeah so i mean we knew when we, when we took this job that you know we wanted to brand this thing on championship defense playing hard playing physical striking people just giving maximum effort every single snap and again that took a little while but again last year you know you get again got to see the fruits of the labor and Trahan and Zoe and, and, and Sims, man, they just uh, do a great job with the kids. You know, being the, I think we were number one in the state, five in the country, which was which was exceptional. It's yeah. a credit to them and, and the work they put in. And also a reminder, too, referencing great defense and, and just last season, you know, we were seven points away from winning the South. We wound up tied for second and lose a tiebreaker, which is how we missed the playoffs. But you know, we lose to Jones 16-10. to 10. If we just score 17 points, we win the whole South. So what it does is it gives you confidence to know that when you roll that ball out there, you have a defense who can hold the upper echelon to, you know, under two scores. That's, that's pretty rare. So our hope is that this year will be a carryover from last year. Seth, correct me if I'm wrong, but you want you you mentioned it there in your answer. But that's complimentary style to to the brand of football that you're used to on the high school uh, ranks, and and obviously what you want to 
um, do there. I know you've credited uh, your special teams and defense for a lot of your success a year ago. Um, players or philosophy that maybe is going to help that offense come along a little bit. I, I see your quotes preseason. I, I know that you're wanting uh, the offense to be a bit better. I don't think I'm putting words in your mouth um, there, but talk to us about the offensive side. Yeah, so, you know, last year, believe it or not, statistically was, was, was actually our best year from a standpoint. It was our fewest turnovers. Uh, we won time of possession almost every game, which are two huge numbers that, I, again, going back to high school that I love. And then we, we were actually more balanced than we had been. So now it's taking the next step. I mean, I thought offensively we, we did a great job, again, of protecting the football and not putting our defense in bad spots, which, like you said, is complimentary. But the one area we, we, we've got to improve, continue to improve on, and that, you know, we're constantly learning is just making sure we're more balanced. Because the more balanced you are, you know, the more numbers you can create offensively, which gives you a chance for bigger plays. So that's really just been the emphasis, getting better at what we do, trying to make sure we create a balance and hopefully create some, some, some bigger plays this year. Your roster, um, Seth, is going to be made up of a lot of local guys, which I know is a, a really cool uh, thing for, for fans and for yourself. Some some young men that actually played with your son, your son's own um, this roster. What is that dynamic like? Not only were you recruiting, so to speak, these kids in high school, but you got a, a chance to, to get to know them personally. There's some real, that I know of, high-character guys in the locker room that, that you've already been able to see on a high school level and what that could turn into for you. Yeah, well, I'm going to go back to what you asked me earlier, players or scheme, and I said both, and, and I'm going to use him as an example. So the other thing that we that I, I like to say we, but I'm going to say I learned is it's so important because, you know, you got to remember you have such such little time when these freshmen get here to expedite the process of culture and effort and how we do things. So. The more kids that you can get from proven high school programs that you know those kids have been pushed, you know they're already tough, and you know they're coachable, it just makes the process here, once they get here, faster to get them on the field. Well, the quicker you get on the field, the more depth you have. The more depth you have, the better you can be. So, you know, the kids you're referencing there from Popsville, I know what Jay does. I know him, obviously, personally. I know what kind of coach he is. And the kids that come from his program, they're tough, they're coachable, and they're good football players. So the more guys that you can get from winning programs, and our district is littered with great coach, mm. great high school coaches, which is why you see us trying to get more kids from our district. But, I mean, that, that, that would be my answer to that. You know, they are local kids, but they're really good football players, and they come from good programs. That linebacker room in particular, Maud Harmon, uh, stands out. He was such a special high school player. And then um, Dalton Lee, a kid uh, – <laughs> By all accounts, when you when you see him, he, he certainly passes the eye test, and and to get to know him, the the character test, you're filling a void. A young man that went over to play over at Alabama, which is really kind of cool to see a, a a post over the off season, him walking stride and stride with Coach Saban with some of that PRCC gear on. How neat was that, Seth? And then we'll talk about those linebackers. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, that picture in particular is extremely neat, and I'll tell you why. It's why you do this job. Like, you know, the reason I left high school and came here, one, I wanted a challenge, and Lord knows they would get one. But two is, you know, you have an opportunity to get the coach kids from this district, but also get the coach kids from out of state that come from different backgrounds, different homes, 
and you get a chance to try to nurture them and help them on the field and off the field. So it's like I told our kids, you know, we went to church Sunday and after church, we ate and then we came back, got ready, had a team meet, got ready for practice. Kids come here for the opportunity to play football. Our obligation as coaches is obviously let's make them great on the field, but let's give them some tools to help make them great off the field. So when you see a kid like J.J. who come here with no Division One offers, you know, come here, let us push him. And we had to, we sure had to squeeze on him, ain't no doubt about that. But he listened. He took coaching. He took instruction to see him now get a chance to do that. And if he keeps working, he'll set his, his family up financially the rest of your life, his life. That's why you do it. And it's a great reminder to our kids that, hey, you know, thank God all things are possible. To get to that, you got to put in a lot of work. So really just a, just a great visionary or a great visual aid of what he worked for, what we try to help these kids do is to come here and win here, but also leave here and get a chance to go two more years and play somewhere and keep growing. The Hackbarth kid, um, Seth, I had to do a check just to make sure he wasn't the Alabama commit several times when I was watching y'all a year ago. He's a special type player, right? And just, just a tough kid, a kid that's been in our program two years now, a kid that was overlooked. And listen, you know, Last year, we go 6-3, and three, best in 12 years, and every offensive line that we had, every one of them, this was the only place they could play. Those were kids with chips on their shoulder. You talk about easy to make a kid run through a wall. <laughs> they got buttons everywhere. You All you got to do is remind them people <laughs> that think you're good enough, and they will go bite something for you. So, Hackbarth is one of those kids. He, you know, this was his shot. He came here. He worked. He developed. So, and now he'll be one of our defensive captains. And, and to what you just said, I agree. You know, J.J. was the stud, him and Whitehead, but, boy, Hackbarth had a great year last year, and we expect nothing less this year. Seth, when you look at the way this schedule lays out, it's the formula I guess this state has used for a long, long time. You'll open with two uh, North Division opponents, and then you'll get into your South Division schedules. What it, I almost phrase these first two, and I know they all mean something, but – these first two preseason type or before you get in a South division, what do you want to learn about your club as you go on the road to homes and then you have Northeast Mississippi? Yeah, the biggest thing I want to make sure, honestly, because, again, our coaches do all the scheming. I just try to do some of the clapping, the preaching, and the teaching. <laughs> all right? They do all the scheming. But it's just to make sure that, you know, last year I thought what, what allowed us to win games, obviously we were great on defense, but, for the most part, we executed in all phases of the game, and our kids played hard from the first play to the last play. So the biggest thing I want to leave, leave coming out of that game is just making sure that that standard is upheld. Because to me, you know, that's what we do. It's why we do it. And, and it would be extremely disrespectful to ever go out there and not play the first play like the last play. And I know they will, but that's what I'll be looking for, that carryover, that carryover of toughness and effort. Coach, when you look at the quarterback position in, in any league, but when you've got ends, and and particularly I always think of this league as like a defensive end uh, league and then a safety-type league. They're going to pressure you, and then that safety on the back end is going to try to take it away from you. So that automatically tells me that the quarterback position is going to be super valuable. Tell us about your quarterback room and, and what you expect to get out of those guys. No, you're 100% right. I mean, you, you – to win at this level, you got to have a you got to have a trigger man who, who 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 is intelligent, who has ability, you know, and who can fulfill his duties out on that field. So, you know, we have three you know three guys 
we have, uh, and I'm, I'm going to say this name and then I'll come back to him because I know some people are like, really? And I'll get to that point. So we got Dustin Allison, uh, Tyrese Hewlett, and uh, Christian Turner. So Tyrese, the kid, a red shirt, and he's from Senatovia, played for a state championship senior year. You know, great dual threat guy, can throw it and run it. Christian is a freshman. You know, he's going to be a guy in the future that we think is going to be really good for us. You know, had an excellent career at Harrison Central. You know, good baseball player, huh, Seth, if I remember yeah, right? Yeah, and a good baseball player. But, and I'm just so, you know, Dustin Allison is a kid who, you know, when he left to go to Southern, I just, I, I hated, I was happy for him. But I hated, you know, his previous time here in 2021, we just stunk so bad. We were just so bad offensively. It wouldn't have mattered if Joe Montana was our quarterback, okay? Joe Montana <laughs> yeah. would have looked bad. You have to put kids in position to be successful. So, you know, he reached out, wanted to come back, and for us it was a no-brainer. Shoot, he went under Coach Hall, learned under a real coach. Now he comes to us, and we get a polished kid who we think now we're putting him in a scheme that will allow him, the player, to be successful. So I'm super happy for him and glad that people will actually get to see what he's capable of because what they saw in 2021 is not reflective of who he is as a football player. Seth, I'd get killed if I didn't ask this by these two young men. We hit on some of the – uh, Popperville guys on this roster. I've got to ask about uh, Josiah Conti and Darnell Smith and the way that they've adjusted uh, to the Wildcats. Uh, Cody earlier this year in an interview about having to replace Darnell Smith as his fullback said, in my opinion, a true statement, but a mouthful, maybe the best fullback to ever walk uh, that Picayune locker room. Your impressions on those two young men from Picayune? There's no way I could give them enough positive praise. That's how much I think about both of them. I, I mean this. Like, again, they come from great coaches. They come from a great program, a winning culture. They're tough. They're coachable. they got a great attitude. Both, both of those kids will play significantly tomorrow. Wow. Both of them. Awesome. So, and I knew when we recruited them they were good. Okay, don't get me wrong. I, don't, I knew they were good. But then when we got them here and they have all those other intangibles. See, that's what when you watch a highlight film, there's a lot of kids that you press play like this kid can play, mm -hmm. but you don't know until they get here. You, even when you first meet them, you, you start to fill them out, but until they get on campus is when you really learn more about the child. And those two kids right there, look, they are winners and they are tough, and they will both play a tremendous amount tomorrow night. And got to hug both of their necks recently in the weight room up in Popperville, agreeing with both of them. Both of them look uh, great. I would say the same about Dalton Lee when I get to uh, hug his neck. And then I'm excited about uh, seeing Ahmad Harmon, man. To me, he was, uh, I can remember, uh, I guess, his senior year, Popperville and Picune open up. You'll remember that ball game. And I think Ahmad made maybe 20 or 21 stops that night. It was a bunch, yeah. Yeah. Should be yeah. a lot of fun, Seth. Man, as always, we Pulling for you, man. Continued success there in Popperville. As always, man, a lot of energy from your side, which I appreciate as an interviewer. And um, thank you, Seth. Well, thank you. And I mean this. Thank you for all you do. It's obviously great for the sport. It's, it's fantastic for our local kids. So thank you. And as always, I enjoy talking football with you, baby. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Coach.